Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 213 of the Big Boo Cast. On this week's episode, we're going to do a little recap of our Thanksgiving, our college football shenanigans this past weekend. And we're going to spend some time talking about television because one area where we have really overachieved this last week has been with television. So you're going to hear all about that. And it's my turn to talk about my five favorites. So we'll be talking about that too, as well as some Christmas tree drama with Melanie. So it's going to be a ton of fun. As always, we are so glad y'all are here with us and we hope you enjoy episode 213. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And Melanie did not find a Christmas tree today. No, I'm going to tell you that 2020 continues to be the gift that's giving (laughs) because I like to go get a Christmas tree and I wanted it. And we're having small group Wednesday night and Caroline's got soccer and we've got stuff. And so I was like, let's go get it today. And so I got everybody like in between because Caroline's got late soccer because school soccer starts, it's a whole long, boring story. But mm. bottom line is this was our window. Right. And so, because we also have the rut is going on in South Texas, mm. which is a time that Perry needs maximum hunting time. But right. I'm like, I, I need the tree and I'm getting my tree this week. I'm getting it if I have to go do it myself, whatever. So we were like, okay, let's all get in the truck, go get the tree. And we pull up to our Papa Noel lot that was packed with trees three days ago. And I'm telling you, there was like one 12 foot tree and like six little sad Charlie Brown trees. Oh. And that was it. I'm so sorry. And I was like, sir, we all be getting more trees in. And he said, Thursday, they'll be getting more trees in. Okay. Well, so I guess we're going to go back Thursday, but that's, I don't want, I wanted my tree today. I'm ready to mm-hmm. get started. You mm-hmm. know, like I was ready. I was in the mood. And so, but now it's all for naught. I already had planned. I was going to put the lights on it tomorrow so that mm-hmm. it would be ready to decorate. And now that's not happening until Thursday. And Gully and I are having our shopping weekend this weekend. And I also like it to all be decorated before the shopping weekend. Well, you are going to get so organized between now and Thursday about what's going on that tree. that it's, I really am. It's going to happen. And it's going to happen with authority on Thursday. It's going to be ready for your weekend. I don't doubt it for a minute. No, it will. Cause I'll power through and that's what I do, but it just, I was ready to have it. It's cold here today. So I was yes. like, it's a festive day to go get it. It's going to freeze tonight. We're going to have a fire in the fireplace. I thought we were going to have the tree. I just had it all in my mind and now it's nothing. And you know, I've been toying with the idea of just going to an artificial tree, but Caroline said we weren't allowed to do that until <laughs> she leaves for college. Well, listen, but you, this may be the year. Yeah. It's the last rodeo. I mean, you got to give her what she wants. It's well, that's, that's what I told her. I said, we'll go with it. And I said, but I'm telling you, if Thursday those trees are sold out, then what's going to happen is I'm going to go to balsamhill.com mm-hmm. and I'm going to purchase a tree. Now, let me ask you this. Is there another nearby lot that might be an option? Well, that's, they're not, that, listen, I couldn't get everybody to go there today. We tried <laughs> to go to this other place. 
And they said they only did order. Now, Home Depot is a backup. So I thought I mm-hmm. may go. And before I've always been a snob about Home Depot trees mm-hmm. because you, they don't have them where you can really see them. Right. Um, but I told my people, I said, what I may go do is tomorrow, I'm going to go scout out Home Depot and see what their selection looks like. Okay. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. But we may just have to wait till Thursday. But listen, it is what it is. Okay. What are you going to do? Well, we wish you all the best. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I appreciate your thoughts and prayers during this difficult time. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. do. Listen, I'm, I, if, if you could just record on Thursday, if you just put your phone in a corner <laughs> and do a time-lapse video, just you just getting that thing handled. Uh-huh. That's what's uh-huh. going to happen. Yeah. That's what I need. That's what I need. So tell me about, so this is our post Thanksgiving and I haven't talked to you. So tell no. me about your, tell me about your Thanksgiving. Well, it was very exciting. It was okay. the, the three of us. We ordered a meal from a local place um, because here's the, the thing with my post COVID taste and smell. They're back, but I don't feel like I'm operating in the fullness of my giftings in okay. those, in those okay. areas. So I'm not really like, it, I, I don't really like cooking right now because uh-huh. I, I don't feel like I taste it well. Like I don't feel like I can season well. Uh-huh. Um, I, I can't taste peanut butter, which is weird and really discouraging. Uh-huh. Um, so we ordered our lunch, which actually... I will say was delicious and I'm not opposed to doing that again. Okay. Because one of the things we got when we ordered lunch, David also, when he placed the order, got them to um, throw in like an, an apple. So I don't know, it was some kind of like breakfast strata thing. So we had breakfast. We just cooked that mm-hmm. for breakfast. Okay. And then we had our, our meal for lunch and it also came with a cake. So we had dessert. Um, but I don't know. It was the most laid back thing ever. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I will say, you know, coming, being sort of on the back end of a virus and Alex also was positive for COVID. Some, a couple of people have asked me if anybody else got it in their house. Yeah. We don't know who had it first, but okay. he was also positive with him. It was like he had a bad cold. He didn't have the fever and flu part that I had, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but David did not get it. And so um, we've decided that he has the super blood. He has whatever, okay. whatever blood type it is that is resistant. Yeah. But because, I mean, when I tell you that the weekend I got sick, the three of us spent the majority of that weekend in our tiny little den off our kitchen. That's just, crazy. Just all piled up. Mm-hmm. And Alex and I both got sick and David did not. So it, it, it was just the right speed for being kind of on the back end of quarantine and a virus and all that kind of stuff. So it was good. Hey, y'all, it's me taking a quick break to tell you about a new podcast sponsor, Sakura. Sakura is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you put in your body. Their menu of organic chef curated meals creates a foundation of nutrition and they have programs for any stage of your life to restore digestive harmony and regulate cravings. And if you're like me, there's nothing I need more during the holiday season than to restore digestive harmony and figure out how to quit eating so many peppermint M&Ms. Along with their meals, they also have powerful supplements like their prenatal, which is a daily supplement pack containing an algae omega, superfood multi, super greens, probiotic, choline, and macro minerals designed to support your entire pregnancy journey. They provide all the clean essentials your body needs from folate to calcium and many more, and they're plant-based, vegan-friendly, and bioavailable. 
Sakura has received rave reviews from Vogue, Goop, The New York Times, and more. Support your health with Sakura's meal delivery and prenatal vitamins and get the nutrients you and your baby need. And right now, Sakura is offering our listeners 20% off their first order of the prenatal when they go to sakura.com slash bigboo or enter code bigboo at checkout. That's sakura, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash bigboo to get 20% off your first order. Sakura.com slash bigboo. What about y'all? Okay, we um, kind of same. I mean, this was our first year. So Caroline, there was a soccer tournament. She did not want to go play in the soccer tournament just because she wanted to be home for Thanksgiving because there again, it's her last year. We're making everything very special. It's like she's never coming home again. Right, right. Um, but we're, um, but we did, so Perry's good friend flew in. He his, One of his best friends always comes down this time of year to hunt um, every year. So he came in the night before and we had Shanksgiving, mm-hmm. which is just our little small family Thanksgiving that we have. It's like a little, so we sit outside and we did lobster tail and quail Yum. and then that was really good. And then dressing and all the normal stuff. And then, um, then on Thursday we actually had Mimi and Bob. So my dad and stepmom, and then my sister and her family and then us. And okay. so we did Thanksgiving lunch with us, just like our little small group. And I mean, kind of like eight at noon and then Perry and his friend left to go down to the ranch and hunt. So they were gone by like three o'clock and I was taking a big fat nap by about oh, four o'clock. Good for yeah. you. It was delightful. I plowed through some TV. Mm. Um, so we did a lot of that, but it was good. It was, it was overall, it was, it was really good. It was fun and we had a good time and, um, you know, so it was, it was all fine. It was you know, it felt pretty normal. I mean, we don't ever have a big, like that's as many people as we really ever have for Thanksgiving. So it wasn't like we felt like we had to scale things down, you know, like we don't, we don't have a huge family and all this extended family and all that stuff. So it was, I mean, it was kind of what we always have. So you and Caroline went to, y'all went to A&M though on, did y'all go Friday? No, we ended up going. So we didn't go Friday. I can't remember why we didn't go Friday. There was a reason. I don't remember now what it was, but we didn't go Friday. So we ended up going Saturday. Let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you about this story. Okay. Let me tell you a story that's worse than my Christmas tree story. Oh no. Well, I don't know if it's worse. What's worse than not having a Christmas tree, but we, so I knew the forecast was not favorable. Like I kept looking and it was like 70% chance of rain, 80% chance of rain, 90% chance Mm -hmm. of rain. So we got up Saturday morning. We drove to College Station. Caroline, uh, Caroline had a friend with her. We drove in the pouring rain. Like it's the kind of thing that you're like, I can't believe we're driving in this pouring rain to a place where we know it's still going to be pouring rain <laughs> to watch an outdoor football game uh-huh, uh-huh. like this. And I wasn't going to go to the game. Just Caroline and her friend were going to the game. So, <clears throat> um, so Gully and Honey and I had already decided long in advance we were sending all the kids to the game. We were going to sit on the couch and order in food and watch from the comfort of our home, which when the weather was forecasted, we were like, this situation makes more and more sense. Um, so anyway, we got there, um, still pouring down rain. Then the cold front started to come through. Bottom line is it was a wet, Mm. the weather was indicative of the way Mm. the Aggies played, which was wet and Mm -hmm. damp and miserable Mm -hmm. is what I'm going to tell you. It was that game. It was was ugly. 
it was the ugliest. Like I was like, if you had told me like at the beginning of the year, like you would think you're shutting out LSU, you would feel good about it. But I mean, I'm telling you by the time the first half was over, I said, I've never felt like 13 points has felt so mm -hmm. deficient. <laughs> and like, we've had to come by it so hard. Right. Like it was mm -hmm. just, uh -huh. it's a battle. It was, I was angry. I was, mm. I was mad. I'm going to tell you, Kellen Mond, I'm looking at you. Okay. Flat. There's no excuse for that. You're a quarterback. You're a senior. You need to lead your team. Even, and here's, I don't feel bad talking about it because even the announcers on the game were like, the team is looking for Mon for leadership. He's over on the sidelines looking down, not talking to anybody. And I'm like, I don't like that. I don't right. like it. Right. I don't like it. Isaiah Spiller continues to be the gift that keeps giving. Right. He is my favorite He's Aggie favorite. player. Mm -hmm. He's my favorite bar none. He is a workhorse. He, played with heart. He was the only thing on our offense that looked like he was aware that there was a game going on Man. and our defense and our defense played lights. out. Yeah, I will say yeah. that our defense played lights out. I can't take it away from them. Um, Buddy Johnson had a great interception. All that to say, I felt like we dodged a bullet, but I do have to say this thing because I was watching on TV, which by the way, Caroline was texting me saying, it's so cold. It's so cold. Oh, those are the, to, those are the uh, worst games where it is, where it's damp. It's, mm -hmm. there's nothing mm -hmm. like it. Oh, it's miserable. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And I knew, and here's the thing. Somebody had told her she probably wanted to take a heavier jacket. Uh -huh. Yeah, they and did. Some, somebody's uh, advice got rejected is what mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you. So my sympathy level was pretty low. Right. I'm going to say. But all that to say, I think she learned an important lesson, which is you can never be overdressed for a nighttime rainy game at Caulfield. Bring the heavy jacket. I bet that wind was whipping Ooh. through that stadium. Miserable. Well, and their seats were high up. So you're sitting up like you're above the ozone layer. You're so high up. So it's like, it's cold. Like mm -hmm. it's just going to be a lot colder than it is down on the ground. But listen, you have to learn some things the hard way. That's and right. So, That's right. Um, but even the announcers kept coming on and saying, because a in the number five spot at, right out of the college playoff. And they're like, they need a convincing win. They need to win convincingly. And then as if we didn't get the point, they came and they did a, a, a graphic and they like circled convincingly. And I'm like, I get it. But we've been <laughs> off three weeks. It's a, it's a COVID year. It's a mm -hmm. weird year. We're still beating LSU 20 to nothing. Like, this is fine. It's all fine. Don't tell me about your convincing win. It just got on my nerves. Mm -hmm. I was like, shut it. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's, that's where we are. So, um, and then now tell us about, are we talking about the egg bowl? How do we uh, feel about the egg bowl? Listen, I was, I was fine even on the day of the egg bowl. Like I was, okay. I was fine because here's kind of what I figured. Ole Miss does not have a very good defense. Mm -hmm. um, and we have had an inconsistent offense. And so I was like, you know, we'll just see how this thing goes. Yeah. So I, we played really hard. Will Rogers mm -hmm. had another great game and showed a ton of leadership. And honestly, we had a couple of chances at the end of the game to tie it up. Mm -hmm. But here's what I liked about it the most. Because as you know, when my sister and I went to see the Mullins last year in Startville, when we went to the Egg Bowl and Nick Fitzgerald, um, had his ankle broken, you know, like yes. right there. Oh, the God. Yes. And I was like, this is the darkest thing I've ever witnessed in my life. This whole, this whole thing is just feels dark and hateful and ugly. And I love a rivalry, but yes, but it, it was at a point where it was not enjoyable to me. And so here's what I loved. I loved Mike Leach on one side of that field, Lane Kiffin on the other. Yes. And I thought they both coached great games and 
I don't know. I just liked the vibe of it. I thought it was okay. I thought it was a fun game. I thought it was a fun game to watch. I thought, you know, I, I don't know. It, so it kind of exceeded my expectations a little bit in terms of the quality of the game. Mm-hmm. And I think because we played so well against Georgia and we played really well against Ole Miss, I didn't, I wasn't frustrated, you know, like like that was, that was a a squad of 48 people pretty much giving it everything they had. And I I can get behind that all day long. Yes, absolutely. That's, Mm -hmm. you just want to see, I feel like I look at Mississippi state and they're a team that is young and full of promise with a coach that's just had not really even a normal amount of time that a new coach would have to implement his new system. I feel like the future is very bright. Well, I just, I, I just came away from that game thinking, I feel like there's a lot they can build on. I feel like they've, they've really navigated some difficult terrain this year on a lot of levels. Mm -hmm. I mean, besides the COVID piece, there's just been apparently a lot of personnel issues and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that, that's, that's where you form the culture of your team. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel good about it, you know? Okay. Well, good. It didn't, because it was not so ugly. It didn't bother me as much as it normally would to lose. Now I would have loved to have won, you know, I'm yeah. Oh, yeah. to win the egg bowl, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It was, it was enjoyable. Okay. Except for the fact that we lost. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. I and think I, that's a good. Yeah. And I decorated my Christmas tree during the first half, you know, just as Aww. breezy. What's just... that like? What's that like <laughs> to have a Christmas tree? That's called an artificial tree is what that's okay, called. Yeah. And mm-hmm. not even, listen, we, we, we didn't even get out the right tree this year. <laughs> we have, we have a newer tree that's got really good limbs. We didn't get that one out. We mm-hmm. got out a different one. We got out the, the one that was closest to the front of the storage room. Mm-hmm. I, we got it up and I was like, this is the wrong one. It's fine. So yeah. it's fine. It'll work. It'll, It'll work. work. It'll get yeah. her done. It'll so, all work. Anyway, all things considered, it was, um, it was not a bad Thanksgiving egg bowl weekend. It was just different. Hey y'all. It's me with a quick break to tell you about NoteCube. As I've mentioned, this is Caroline's senior year. I'm not crying. You're crying. And a senior year in a pandemic means that you miss out on some of the usual milestones and occasions that go along with that. So I've been looking for new ways to make her know how much we love and appreciate her, especially knowing that we have less than a year with her at home. NoteCube is the new and thoughtful way to show someone special how much you love and appreciate them. It's a beautifully packaged box full of customized messages based on all the things you love about that person and you can even add photos. To me, it's the perfect, thoughtful, unexpected gift for the holidays, especially this year when so many of us can't actually be with the people we love. It's a way to send something to your grandmother, your aunt, your best friend to let them know, here are all the things I love about you. You go to the website and you can click on all their amazing qualities and then personalized notes are generated for you. Then you can edit them, you can add your photos and make them your own. There's also an engraved wooden box option which makes it such a beautiful gift and it only takes a few minutes. NoteCube has a special offer right now for all our listeners. You get 20% off when using the code BIGBOO. They have free delivery worldwide. You can shop online at thenotecube.com. It's easy to create and it lasts a lifetime. Now, I felt like our weekend, I mean, it was fun because we ended up going to College Station, which to me is always fun because I'm in my happy place, you know, mm-hmm. like with my people that I love. And so we had a great time and 
Um, and you know, listen, a win is a win and we'll take it. So, for sure. but then for whatever reason, I don't know what we did to deserve this, but they gave our game against Auburn this coming weekend is in the dreaded 11 a.m. kickoff spot. That does not even make sense to me. No, and we're two ranked teams. Mm -hmm. So like, why are we, I'm assuming Auburn's still ranked. I mean, I know Alabama killed them, but I mean, it's Alabama. It's to be expected. I don't know if the, I don't know. I hadn't looked to see what the rankings are this week. They were 22 going into that game. So I don't know yeah. what happened. I don't know either. But anyway, we, so we got the dreaded 11 a.m. kickoff, which this weekend is our shopping weekend. But mm -hmm. Gully and I have said we've pretty much already bought all our stuff online. So I guess we're just going to drink coffee. A part of our shopping weekend <laughs> is going to be to drink coffee and just watch the game. That's, that's right. what we're going to do. Yeah. Listen, enjoy the stage of life is what I said. Yes, that's it. Okay. So you said you've been watching a ton of television and I too have been watching a ton of television. Okay. Um, because I have, you know, this, but I have the first half of my next book due today, yeah. <laughs> which there's <laughs> never a better time never, to watch TV, never a better time to clean out some things and to watch television. Mm -hmm. So what have you been watching? What are your shows? Um, I watched, well, I finished the crown. Okay. I don't know if I'd finished that when we talked last, I was almost finished. I finished the crown and I'm going to tell you one of the things I did on the way to college station was I listened to Knox and Jamie. Yes. Um, there, I guess it was their most recent episode, but it was the nose of Hallmark movies, which. Okay. Have you listened to it? No, but David asked me last night if I had listened to it and I was like, no, I haven't, I haven't been like in a podcast I haven't been anywhere to listen to a podcast in, you know, a few days, but I, I clearly I need to move it up my list for this week. Listen, it was, so, I mean, I always think they're funny, but like, and maybe it was just, it caught me in the mood, but I mean, it was so dadgum funny, like between Knox talking about like his hypothetical, like he came up with some titles and plots for potential Hallmark movies. <laughs> but one of the things they said, and I'm going to say it, but it, like I was trying to tell Gully's family on Saturday night and I got that laugh where I couldn't even get it out because it was just something that hit me just funny enough, but they were talking about how Patrick Muldoon, uh, who was Austin on days of our lives for those right. who don't know who that is, that he is in a lot of the Hallmark movies. And they said that Patrick Muldoon is like, that he looks like he hasn't really aged well, which is true, but they said he looks like if Rob Lowe had been captured by the Taliban for six <laughs> months and then returned. Bless it. And that's, <laughs> and I had la I laughed because <laughs> Gully and I were just saying all these Netflix movies and the Hallmark movies and the Netflix shows, they all are really good about casting a celebrity who or casting like a C-list celebrity who looks like a more famous celebrity. Yes. Yeah. You know, like there's somebody uh -huh. and you kind of look and you're like, isn't that? And you're like, no, that's not Amy Actually, Adams, no. uh -huh, uh -huh. but it looks like Amy Adams. Mm -hmm. Like it's a, it's a knockoff. So all that to say, I finished the crown. Oh, but one of the things they were saying is I was struck too at the end of the episode that Knox is apparently watching season four of the crown, but really had no idea about Charles and Camilla. And so he was like, does everybody know how terrible they are? Like they're terrible people, but it's, this is like a new revelation to him. And Jamie was like, yes, they've been rebranded, but they are terrible. Like everybody knew. I saw where they had to get off Twitter. Like their replies were so bad on, yeah. on Twitter. It, That's a whole yeah. thing. Like people are having, well, and I will say, listen, and then I'll get back to my TV thing, but this is what I want to say about the crown. And I, I, I'm going to go back. I reserve the right to come back and say that I don't feel this way that I'm about to say, but it did make me feel, as we know, I have not been very sympathetic to Harry and Meghan. Right. But I do feel like watching the crown, I thought, 
I don't know that Megan's not terrible. I think she may still be, but it did make me see where Harry would be like, oh no, we're out of this whole clown show. Okay. Like we're done. Like this, this thing has been a disaster. Y'all ruined my mother's life. You try to ruin everybody's life that you touch. We're done. Okay. So it made me, it made me, listen, maybe I'll buy those Sussex World towels <laughs> when they go on sale at Target. Maybe I will. That's what I'm Maybe saying. you'll be in the market for some new dessert plates. <laughs> That's exactly right. I'll get HRH Sussex. Well, um, I still have not watched The Crown. I, you know, I started it one night and I was like, no, I've got to concentrate. And I just haven't yeah. made my way back around to it. But I will. I will. Okay. Maybe Christmas so watched, holidays, but I will. It's a good one for Christmas, I feel like. So mm -hmm. I watched The Crown. Then I watched the whole series. I think there were only eight to nine episodes and they're only 30 minutes of Dash and Lily, which okay. is on Netflix, which is kind of a teen. It's a teen mm -hmm. a Christmas romance, but it's set at Christmas time and it's kind of charming. It's mildly charming. It was fine. Um, I did that while I did color by number on my phone, which is, I like a show where I can kind of, I'm, I'm halfway here. Yeah, I appreciate that you're still coloring by number. I do. Well, I had given it up, but then after the election, I started it back up again. Well, whatever gets you through, you know? Yeah. I just, once the, once the COVID numbers started to go back up, mm -hmm. I, it's amazing how quickly I've started coloring little pumpkins <laughs> and turkeys on my phone again. <laughs> so, yeah. Listen. It, it takes what it takes and it and, does mm -hmm, and that's where we need to lean in that's it that's just, where we are it takes where so, what it takes so dash and lily is good if you just want like a you know a, a light there again it's not for the children but just a a, a teenage drama you know or teenage romance rom-com set mm -hmm. with some christmas music or whatever and then I've started season two of Virgin River, which popped up on my Netflix. And I thought, Ooh, I remember Melanie watched season one of this. Yes. And I mm. like it. It's a good, you have to take it for what it is, but okay. it's, it's good. It's like, it's not as cheesy as a Hallmark movie. It's not as good as the crown. It's somewhere in between that middling, you know, it's like mm -hmm. Ellie and I were saying this weekend, we were like, there's a ranking system. And if you put like the crown at number one and you put Emily in Paris <laughs> at number <laughs> With 750. They're doing a second season, by the way. <laughs> oh, I'll watch it. <laughs> but it's like, where does it rank? I mean, I think Virgin River, it's it's somewhere in that middle ground. But okay. it's, it's a great, it's sweet, it's pretty, it, it, it doesn't offend me. It, it works for where I am right now. So okay. that's what I watch. So okay. What about you? Hey, y'all, it's me, here to talk about my favorite obsession, Best Fiends because sometimes in the year 2020, I find that I just need a break. I need to do something that gets my mind off of all the stresses of life and this time of year, the stresses of the holiday season. And that's when I like to play a few levels in Best Fiends, the five-star rated mobile puzzle game. I like playing Best Fiends while Perry is watching TV because I usually have zero interest in what he's watching. And it's a great way to pretend I'm listening while I'm not really listening. And true story, I cleared so many levels while simultaneously watching The Crown that I kind of feel like somehow that makes me a member of the royal family. I'm currently on level 520 and I'm not one bit sad about it. There is nothing as satisfying as moving to the next level and feeling like I've accomplished something while relaxing at the same time. It's basically the 2020 version of Needlepoint. Best Fiends is a great way to pass time when you're bored. Waiting on hold for the cable company, which I hate, sitting in a doctor's office, which I also dislike, or whenever you just need a quick brain break. It's free to download and the fun never ends, which is no exaggeration. There are 5,000 levels and counting. Just don't blame me if you end up a little bit obsessed because I blame Sophie for getting me addicted in the first place. 
Download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. All right, so I have really overachieved, I feel like. And part of it is because I have been writing so much. So it's like a show is my reward, you know? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. If I, write this, if I write this much, then I get to watch two episodes of this. So the, the first thing that I really got into, especially over the weekend, is a show that I've watched before. It's a British show called Grand Designs. It's on Netflix. And it's okay. about these people who undertake really ambitious construction projects. And usually in some kind, dabbling in some kind of interesting architecture. Anyway, it sounds very like boring sort of, you know, HGTV, something that would come on at 11 o'clock at night. But it's fascinating to me because it's so creative. They're usually starting with, you know, a, a, a bad lot or, you know, a tiny parcel of land in East mm-hmm. London or something. But it's just really interesting to see what their vision is and to see how long it takes and how much it ends up costing. And Mm -hmm. um, but the final project, I mean, the final product is always kind of inspiring and stunning. And anyway, okay, I I realized there was a season of that that I had not seen. Um, I don't have any idea what year it was, but so I watched that whole season and just really record time. I enjoyed it so much. Okay. The other thing was um, a couple of people had messaged me or emailed me to tell me that they thought I would like the show called Voices of Fire on Netflix, which is about this sort of multi-ethnic choir that's being organized by Pharrell's uncle, who is a pastor oh, in Virginia. Okay. And, <laughs> and Pharrell actually is the executive producer of the show. And so I probably watched three or four episodes of that, but the auditions, people coming in singing gospel music, it was, I don't know. I just enjoyed it. I mean, some, you can, it's, it's like with anything in some cases you were like, this feels like it's a performance, but then there were other cases where it was like, this feels like, like, like real, real worship. Mm-hmm. And so, okay. and I love in instances of real worship, I love to see how people respond. And so that was fantastic, but I haven't finished it. And then um, the other thing that I watched, my friend Casey sent me a message and was like, you have got to watch this Debbie Allen documentary on Netflix. That's called, um, it's called Dance Dreams hot chocolate nutcracker and apparently several years ago she decided to rework the nutcracker in a a more modern context and so it's all about the audition process and the rehearsal process so there's a lot of debbie allen being inspirational a lot of a lot of debbie allen laying out the truth for somebody a lot Mm -hmm. of debbie allen conveying some life lessons and Mm -hmm. then interwoven with all that is her story and and sort of her dance career so it's fascinating and I have a whole thing in my head I will not bore y'all with but I have continued to think about it there's a whole thing in there to me about excellence versus perfectionism Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I don't know it was it was really good so I really enjoyed it okay would you say the gospel could be all over it or not quite there I don't know if I would take it that far yet okay okay but There's certainly some really good, I'm going to tell you this, you could get three or four pregame speeches for Caroline mm-hmm. out of it. Mm-hmm. It's about to be that time too, because uh-huh. we're about to be that time. Yeah. And, so you, you got to yeah. build up your repertoire, but like there were, there were several times when she would 
you know, she would kind of get in it with people um, in terms of this is not about, this is not about dance. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't know. I just, I thought it was great. I think she's so great. I have, you know, always kind of enjoyed watching her career and it was so fun to watch her teach in that particular context. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I love good. that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. All right. So you plowed through is what you're I mean, I you really watched a lot of I did and football. So it was a good weekend. Okay. Yeah. I felt like it was a good weekend. I felt like, cause like Friday I woke up and it's like, it's kind of that. I wasn't sure what the schedule was. I hadn't looked ahead, but I was able to watch. I got up, I watched Texas and Iowa state play. Cause Texas had that marquee 11 AM game against mm-hmm. Iowa state mm-hmm. the day after Thanksgiving. So I watched that and they lost in the last two seconds. And, um, so that was good. And then I was really rooting for Mac Brown to beat Notre Dame. That right. would have really made my Thanksgiving complete, but Mac Brown, you had one job and you couldn't get it done. And right. so um, they, they kept it close, but I was, I was hoping it did not work out. And then, um, Friday night, Carolina high school football or high school, they had a football game. I did not go but Caroline went and we're district champs. We're undefeated district champs. That's and awesome. Like, I think we only won two. Yeah. We only won two games last year. So what a turnaround. And, um, but I watched it online. They had streamed it online. So I did watch that. Um, so I had a great day of football on Friday and in between, I'm going to tell you that the online shopping, I don't know that my online shopping game for Christmas has ever been better or more productive than what I have done over the last three days. I would like to know more about this. I, I mean, I sat there like when those sales started coming through, like, and all my people are home, so I can't really talk specifics right Mm -hmm. now, Mm -hmm. but I'm just saying that I found some really good Sephora had some great deals. Mm -hmm. I found some great things on Amazon. Um, I found some just, I'm just, there's lots of good deals to be had and it's been so fun, but now here's, the problem. I haven't told you this happened to us this morning. So Perry wakes me up this morning about, I'm going to be honest. It was about nine 15 this morning. He came in and woke me up. Um, Caroline didn't have school till 10 45 on Mondays. So we were sleeping in, we'd had a big weekend, mm-hmm. but he came and woke me up to tell me that he had just caught somebody stealing packages off our front porch. No way. Yes. In the broad daylight at nine o'clock in the morning. And like, we have a corner house. So like people are like walking by and it was cool this morning and real pretty. So like you have like all the walkers are out, whatever. And so he said that he was coming home and he uh, saw the FedEx truck kind of leaving and he saw a guy carrying a box. And so he was like, oh, it's a delivery guy. Cause you know, it's so tricky now. Cause you know, Amazon, they pull up in like a Toyota Tercel to right. deliver a package. So right. you don't know who's doing what. It's not like it's always a UPS truck. He um, saw a guy carrying a box and he was like, and then he realized he was like, oh no, he's carrying that to put it in his car. And so he said, so Perry said, he was like, Hey, and the guy like jumped over our railing and got in a car that was waiting for him and sped off. Do you know what package it was? Well, I had to do some detective work. So I'm going to tell you, they were real disappointed because you know what they got? They got our dog food. Oh, (laughs) that's a bad day. That's a, that's. They, and it was a it's a big box. Like we order, we do chewy.com for our mm-hmm. dog food. Like we have it shipped. And so it's a big box and it's heavy. So I'm sure when they thought, grabbed it, they probably thought this is a pack of laptop computers or whatever. Sure. No, sir. It was some science diet for adult sensitive stomach. Dog <laughs> food is what you got. Oh, 
Oh, there's um, a little poetic justice in that. I know. I kind of felt good about it. And then, um, but and then they took another smaller Amazon package and I couldn't figure out what Perry said. There was a smaller box. It was an Amazon box and I couldn't figure out what that was, but it was this, like I ordered him one of those little, um, like dry bags for like his phone for yes. um, fishing. And it was like a $10 deal. So okay. I'm like in the whole scheme of things, if packages had to be stolen, cause I'm going to tell you what showed up an hour later was a big box from Sephora. And had uh, that been the package that they right. stole, mm-hmm. I would be on some sort of vigilante mission to track them down. <laughs> right. Right. Oh goodness. But so brazen. Like yeah. just, I mean, in the, like in the morning, like with people out and like the whole deal. And so anyway, we called the police. So I, I woke up to the police were in my living room getting a report because Perry did see the guy's face. He got part of their license plate. He could give them a description. And they said that helps them now know that they need to follow the FedEx. Perry said they were, he was clearly following the FedEx truck to yeah. see like where they're dropping off. And so they said that helps us kind of know what to do or whatever. So then I left. So a couple hours later, I left to go work out. Well, I came home from working out and there was a policeman parked outside our backyard and I saw Perry pouring a new bag of dog food into our our container where we keep the dog food. And I was like, did the police just return our dog food? Like, I was like, they've solved the case. They, and he said, no, it was just coincidence. Like they had pulled. <laughs> but I was so impressed. I thought they had found our dog food and had returned it. But no, it was just another bag of dog food that we already had. That's a lot of excitement by 9.15 in the morning it was a lot going on to have the police, but now we know, like I said, everybody needs to be on package watch. Like as soon as we get something delivered, we need to get it off our porch because I've always been kind of like, I mean, we've never had anything stolen off our porch before. Cause we're a pretty visible house. Like it just doesn't feel like we're a good target to do that. Right. Apparently. What do I know? Mm. Oh my so, goodness. Yeah, I know. So that was our excitement this morning. So anyway, I had to order more dog food. The dogs don't have their dog treats. That was the other thing that got stolen. Their sweet potato duck treats that they like. So, you know, it was a rough morning for Piper and Mabel. I'm very sorry. I'm very okay. sorry. We'll, we'll be all right. Well, I have not done too much shopping. I don't feel like I have, but I have been kind of watching the sales that I did by myself. Um, <laughs> and I shot a pallet from Sephora today because it was half price and I needed yes. a good neutral eyeshadow palette. So I mm-hmm. did that for myself. Mm-hmm. But, um, other than that, I haven't done just a, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I hit the microphone with my hand. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I could tell. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I haven't done a whole lot of shopping just because David and I don't usually buy for each other. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know, you know, Alex is the, this age is is weird for boys. So yeah, I got to get our act together as far as he's concerned. I know. I feel like I've kind of, for Caroline, like true story, I feel like I've kind of piecemealed some stuff mm-hmm. together, you know, mm-hmm. like it's just a, it's this thing here and this thing there. And, and I think too, like with her being a senior, like I know we're going to be spending a lot of money on her by the end of the year because, That's right. or, you know, over the next year, cause you think we're going to get dorm room stuff and all that. So I'm kind of, I've just kind of gotten stuff here and there. I did buy a couple of things for myself. I bought, <laughs> well, listen, in the true spirit of the season, Listen, I know what I want. What'd you buy yourself? So I bought myself on, I actually put it on my Instagram on Friday, I think when I was doing, cause I was trying to put some small business cause I really am trying to promote small business sure. before I can. Um, but uh, the Junk Gypsies had, um, it's called like the Peacock Kimono. You may have seen it. It's like, so it's oh. plaid. It's like a plaid shirt dress Say looking no more. thing. Say no more. 
it's and the the front of it is like this red plaid and then the back has like a peacock like it's like it's just real funky and I just I loved it and I saw it and they were having a 20% off sale and I was like you know what I'm getting that and I was really going to kind of wait and say like maybe y'all could get this for me for Christmas but then when I clicked on the website they only had like an extra small and a small left. So I was like, Oh, I got to go ahead and get that. Like mm-hmm. it's going to run out. And sure enough, I looked last night cause I told Perry, I said, Hey, look what I bought myself for part of my Christmas. That's so listen, there's no better way to do it in my opinion. No, no, that's so anyway, so I got that. And then, um, Caroline had really wanted, I got her, this was not a Christmas present, but the coop home goods pillow is on sale. Listen, I have to tell you this, not, what what in the world is happening? I know. I'm sorry. My my ship shopper is shopping right now, and it's somehow connected to my computer, and I can't I can't turn it off. I don't know what's happening. Um. So right before we started record, I got a message from a guy that I didn't even teach, but he went to my school, and I taught his older sister. Mm-hmm. And um and I don't know how old Will is at this point. I think he's probably like 28. Is my best. Okay. No, he's not 28. Maybe he's 28. Maybe he's 27. I don't know. Somewhere in there. But he sent me a picture where he and his wife had ordered two coop home goods pillows, and they had just come in. Oh. And I was like, well, well I just hope y'all are so happy with them. I just I can't even wait to hear how no. y'all. Are. I ordered David one yesterday. Oh, you did? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're so good. Well, it was funny because Caroline got in bed. She slept with me, I guess, Friday night because Perry was gone. And so she got in bed and she was like, is this my pillow? Like she was kind of like, and I said, that is your pillow. And she goes, why does your pillow? Because we used to always have the same one. She goes, why does your pillow feel better? And I said, because I have the Coop Homes Good pillow. That's right, because it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she felt it. She goes, oh, I want that pillow. So when I saw that it was on sale today, I was like, okay, I'll order you that pillow. Mm -hmm. So yeah. um, I ordered so good. one and, um, and I also ordered myself, um, those pajama shorts from anthropology that I put on the gift. Guide. Oh, good the flannel for you. Ones. I just yes. thought, I'm just like, I've been looking at them for like three weeks. Uh-huh. They were on sale over the weekend. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to yes. get me some cute flannel short pajama bottoms and I'm going to enjoy them during the holiday season. So I applaud that decision. I think that's excellent. I think that's excellent. Well, that was kind of me. I was like, I'm going to get myself this kimono. I really have not bought that much this year. That's cute, you know, but I was like, that's just such a cute, like, I was like, I'll wear it. If I ever travel and speak again, I'd wear it to that. I was like, sure. Um, and then, um, the other thing I'm, uh, about to buy myself is I need a new pair of workout shoes. So I think I'm going to go ahead yes. and get those because there's a huge, there's huge sales on those right Why now. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't well, you go ahead and do that? That's what I'm saying. It's not like I'm spending that money on a Christmas tree. That's right. So I might as well listen, just, you know, makes good sense. Yeah. Okay, so is it my turn? I think it's my turn as we get back into five favorites. I, I do think it's your turn. Yeah, I looked, I went back and looked at the, at the old show notes to make sure that I wasn't getting out of the gate a little too fast on it, but I do think it's my turn, and um, I, I feel like, um, I hope these five things will be an encouragement to, to all of you as we um, move into the Christmas season, but I'm going to tell you what my number one is, and you yes. know this because you've heard me talk about it a thousand times, um, and this 
this particular thing does happen to be a company that sponsors the podcast, but that is not why I'm mentioning this thing at all, because oh, okay. it has changed my life in, in, in meaningful ways. Um, and that is HelloFresh. Let me okay. just tell you, here's, here's why, here's the big reason why HelloFresh has changed my life. One, it's everything that we've had has been delicious. Like everything, mm -hmm. like last night we had these pork tostadas, um, but here's the big thing that has changed my life about them. David loves to make them. I love that. You know, he doesn't really like to cook like I like to cook, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. the HelloFresh thing is so precise and everything you get, like if you need red wine vinegar, they're going to send you a little container of red wine vinegar that's exactly the size that you need. So you don't really have to measure, you know, mm -hmm. just like everything's all contained. It's all there. You just follow the instructions. And so he's making supper tonight. He's making this mozzarella <sighs> chicken with couscous. Everything has been so good, but because he really likes to, to make it that yeah. like, this is the first time in our marriage where he has cooked regularly. And like last night when I was cleaning up the kitchen, he was like, I'll cook tomorrow night and Tuesday night. Cause we have two more hello fresh meals. It oh, <laughs> has been thrilling. A, yeah. I mean, it, it has been a revelation. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. because I don't ever think about how much time it takes for me to go, you know, even if I know what I'm going to cook, just to go pull everything out and chop and I enjoy it. But, yeah. but I, what David likes so much about it is that like, you have the perfect amount of meat you need. You have, if you, mm -hmm. the perfectly sized potatoes and I don't, but I had no idea how much I would love somebody cooking. Oh, that is, I really like, I'm, I'm, I'm envious of that. And it's funny that you mentioned that because I'm supposed to get my HelloFresh order tomorrow, mm -hmm. I think, but I had kind of forgotten the day. So when Perry said they stole a package off your front porch, I really was afraid <sighs> of that. They stole our HelloFresh. Like that oh. was, that's what they got. And I was like, that would have been truly tragic because I'm so excited about it. Mm -hmm. So that really has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that they sponsor the podcast. It like I, if they weren't sponsoring the podcast, or if they don't sponsor the the podcast in the future, I will continue to utilize that service. It's such a relief, honestly, to have. Yeah. We know we've got three great meals a week, and um, I'm not the one who's cooking them. So yeah, yeah. That's I was just telling somebody, Perry's friend who was in town. I was telling him last night about Hello Fresh because I was saying, oh, we're getting these Hello Fresh meals, and he was like, what is that? Because they live kind of rural, mm -hmm. and um. I was telling him, he was like, well, that sounds, and I said, yeah, I said, my friend Sophie's husband actually cooks the meals because it's all laid out there for mm -hmm. you. Yeah. He really yeah. enjoys it. And I do too. Um, okay. The second thing is not a product at all, but one of the things is I kind of got on the backside of the COVID was my house felt really cluttered to me. Like it just, mm -hmm. like, I felt like on every surface there was stuff and um, like there was this chair in our bedroom that as I would sit in David's chair every day and watch tea because David's chair is in our bedroom. I would sit in his chair to watch television when I was sick, mm -hmm. but I could see that other chair with all the stuff on it. I didn't even know what all that stuff was. Yeah. So after I was fever free for a couple of days, I started going through our house with garbage bags, like just oh, like clearing the uh -huh. chair, clearing the dining room table because I get all these books, which is great, but I don't know where to put them. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, or yeah, you know, you get um and when people send books, a lot of times they send little gifts and like, there's just, there was just a lot of stuff I had not sorted. And so I sorted through stuff. I moved books to the bookshelf, you know, just all that kind of stuff. 
And so my second favorite is that I quieted my house. Is that Nestor's term mm. that you quiet your house? It is, yes. But I quieted my house before I put Christmas decorations up. Oh, that's a good call. And yesterday, Alex had a friend over and I was sitting at the kitchen table with my computer trying to work on some writing. And like, I looked and the dining room table was totally clear and the kitchen table was totally oh. clear. Except, you know what I mean? Like uh -huh. there was, there was no pile of stuff anywhere and it made me really happy. Yeah. I love that. It does I something to your, clutter. to your mind, like uh -huh. crazy, but golly, I'm so, I love when I get to do that before I put Christmas stuff up. Cause it just makes, I don't know, things feel uncluttered and clean and I, I like it. Yeah, I like that. My third thing I've talked about before because I started watching it um, really, I guess, at the very beginning of quarantine. But since I've been home for three weeks, David has started, he sat down with me one day when I was watching an episode and then he got fascinated because it's not far from where we grew up, but hometown on HGTV. I love it so much. It's the, it's, it just makes me happy. I love the way they represent Mississippi. Okay. I love what they do in their community. I love how invested they are in their community. And so um, I bet David and I watched a solid five episodes of okay. Hometown um, over the weekend, just because it's encouraging and inspiring and they're funny and they're talented. And I don't know, it was good. Okay, I love that. So that's a great somebody mentioned, I think that was on Patreon where somebody asked for suggestions about things to watch with family in mm -hmm. town. That is a mm -hmm. great show to watch with family in town. If yes. you if you go back and pull old episodes off of your streaming or whatever. Um all right. My next favorite, this is number four, right? Yes. Is um the old Instagram because the new Instagram uh, is garbage preach preach that say that one it's more horrible i hate it it's so confusing i don't understand it i don't like it why do i want the word instagram over to the left hand side when it's the thing that you push <laughs> to refresh your page why don't i like intuitively instinctively you push the center of the screen why'd you move it over to the left I don't yeah, understand that. I don't understand. Why now when I post, do I have to do story or feed or reel or whatever? Like it's like 17 more steps. I know it's not, it's complicated. And I don't know. I don't like that my, the light, like the way, well, I can't talk. I don't like that where you go to check to see if anybody has like the heart thing. It's up at the top now. That's yeah. weird. That needs to be down below. I don't mm -hmm. care for it. It is affected. Yeah it is really deeply affected how often I use the app now because it makes I, me angry. I totally agree. I totally agree. It's, it's, it's confusing. It's not user friendly. They've made it hard to use. I don't understand. Boo, boo Instagram. That's what I say. Well, and I'll tell you on that note, I finally figured out it took me, it was this weekend before I realized, because <laughs> I kept seeing people on Twitter talk about fleets and I was like, yes. what is a fleet? And then on my Twitter app, I was like, what are all these like circles with people up at the top? Like, yes. what is that going on? And then I realized, oh, that's what the kids are calling fleets. That's what's yes, happening. That's the fleet. Like, I guess their stories on Twitter, but I'm like, who wants to put a story on Twitter? That's garbage. That's garbage. Nobody I'm not interested in a story on Twitter and I won't no. watch them on pure principle. 
No, that's it. I'm like, if I want a story, which I love stories, don't get me wrong. I, I was too. slow. I was a slow adopter of Instagram stories me both too. to watch and to do, but I'm a huge fan now and really look at stories more than I look at my Instagram feed. But stories are for Instagram, not for Twitter. That's right. That like say in your lane, Twitter. That's it. And the thing is, if you're on Twitter, if you if you're on the desktop Twitter, you don't get that you can't see the fleets. They're not up there. But yeah. it's only when you're on your phone. And then I don't like that there's space being taken up with those circles. No, I don't either. I don't either. We Do have some Twitter. thoughts. Yeah. Well, Twitter, you're not Instagram. Instagram, mm-hmm. you're not Snapchat. Everybody just do what you do. Thank like you. just everybody walk in your own gifts. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Walk your road. Quit. That's right. Quit trying to be all things to all people. Yeah, you can't. Uh, okay. Here's my, uh, my last thing is Christmas music because, you know, I love it. And actually over the weekend, I listened to, for the first time this year, I listened to Christy Knuckles Christmas album, which is just one of my all time favorite albums in general, um, Christmas albums in particular. So good. But there are two new ones that I think the world needs to be aware of. Oh, I always Um, love to hear this. Well, and, and listen, I, y'all all probably already know this, but I just, I feel like it can't hurt to, um, to spread some some Christmas cheer. Um, one is a Ben Rector Christmas, which is really short. It's kind of more mm-hmm. of an EP, but it is cheerful and it is peppy and it is I like that. fun to listen to. And then the second one is Leslie Adam Jr. has a new Christmas album, which his oh. first one, Simply Christmas, is another of my all-time favorites. And this one's called The Christmas Album. The cover looks like the Christmas album's that my parents used to have that they would play on the record player. Like it's that kind of like throwback uh cover. So good, but man, it's beautiful. And he's so gifted and just can phrase a song and sing a song like nobody's business. And so those two are really great and enjoyable Christmas albums to add to your collection or your playlist. I'm going to add them so I can listen to them when I'm decorating my tree on Thursday. (laughs) that's right listen believe you believe you claim it (sighs) claim it so those are my five things okay well thanks those are great things I'm so I always like hearing your music suggestions and it gives me another show because I'll be I'll be done with Virgin River in no time at this point oh well then you if you haven't watched hometown it will just it's it's so comforting and um not to mention the other ones I mentioned but I I have found that hometown is one of my favorite things just to have on in the background. I love it. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. All righty. Okay. Well, this has been fun. I'm glad we got to catch up. I am too. And um, we'll be back next week, y'all. So we will talk to you later. All right. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.